0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Spinster Chat. I am your host Kevin Lee, and uh, pretty excited about this one today. We're we're doing a debrief of a pretty cool ride we did over the weekend that we called Monster Cross Mayhem. A very unique route from Fort Worth to Dallas, using primarily um, bike path trails. Uh, there is eventually going to be a continuous bike path between the two cities. It's not continuous yet, so we have to uh, we have to cobble together a few sections to tie all of the the paved trails together. It also gives the option to do some mountain bike trails along the way as well. So we're going to do a debrief of what this ride looked like how it went some learnings for people that want to do it in the future how to get a hold of the routes all of that good stuff and in turn we're going to talk about some other things coming in the future as well think you're really going to enjoy this we'll put as much information on the front end as possible all right here's a little bit more detailed map from my strava plot Uh, We're going to kind of just go through this as quickly as we can, hitting the highlights of the route, just follow along with the blue dot to see where we are uh, along the route. There are a couple of different routes available for this. We have uh, roughly a 72 miler, and that's a little bit less direct but catch the stockyards. You'll see that uh, northwest corner of the route. That's an extra loop, a bonus loop that gets you up over 70 miles. Uh, We also have a little bit more direct 55 mile route. So instead of taking that loop off to the northwest, it just goes to the Trinity Trails and heads due east towards Dallas. That said, the route is meant to be completely flexible. There are a ton of trails along the trinity river in both dallas and fort worth this route is a connector route so depending if you're wanting to literally do 150 miles that day you can do 150 miles but this will allow you to connect the two Uh, i'm going to go ahead and do the overview including the what we call the stockyards loop that goes through the fort worth stockyards but again if you're if you're not wanting a 70 plus mile day uh, if you take out that loop and just go basically due east, uh, it's still it's a very enjoyable ride. I, I like incorporating the stockyards into it whenever I can myself, just to get a little bit more of that Fort Worth flavor in the mix. Now, I do want to start out and say uh, this was a very cold day uh, when we did this uh, ride on Saturday. It was... Uh, low to maybe mid 40s at best uh, early in the morning we had a really really stiff headwind or stiff breeze out of the northwest uh, that we were paying for and a little bit of sleet and snow in the morning that said realistically once you're pedaling if you have the right gear on it was, it was completely comfortable. If you stopped pedaling and hung out in the wind, it might it might get a little deflating at times. But just riding along, particularly when we made that turn to the east, we basically had a tailwind the whole way. I do want to take this opportunity uh, to talk about one of our partners that really helped with, with that, and that. That's Black Bibs and their brand new Knickers that I got. We do want to take this opportunity and... Really quickly, talk about our friends at the Black Bibs. This is not a paid promotional endorsement or anything like that. Uh, Stratton and the folks at the Black Bibs—they're friends of ours. I want to bring it up because I have—I recently purchased full price. Again, they're not; these guys aren't paying me. This is a fantastic product. Uh, I recently purchased their new knickers, uh, the basic black knickers, 80 bucks a pair. They even have an ultra one. I think it's another 10 bucks, but I just went with these basic ones. And for this ride, these were simply amazing. Uh, My old cold weather tights had gotten worn out and I needed something new. So I just went ahead and ordered these and I couldn't have been happier. Supremely comfortable, supremely warm. Uh, but they weren't bulky at all. I was be honest with you. I was a little concerned at first they were a lot thinner than the thermal tights I've been using in the past. Uh, but ultimately these were a lot warmer and a lot more comfortable. I am completely impressed, uh, by this product. Hey, go ahead and just order them. I know it may not seem like winter season. But you never know when you need something like this, when it's gonna be a little bit cool. My knees were extremely thankful for me to have them covered uh, during the cool. This downright cold riding. I can see wearing these anytime it's under 80 degrees. They're that comfortable, and I think they're thin enough that they won't uh, they won't be super warm uh, until you get up in the mid 80s, 90 degree level. So it's it's not too late in the season. If you don't have anything like this, go ahead and get them. Anyway, sidebar over. Let's get back to the route. Okay, so we're back to uh, doing the interactive map. I'm just going to kind of go through this. Watch, Follow the blue dot along with me. We're starting from TNP Station in downtown Fort Worth. The idea is you can either park your vehicle there, ride to Dallas, and take a train back at the end of the day. FYI, TRE uh, commuter train does not run on Sundays. So this has to be a weekday or Saturday thing, not a Sunday thing. Or if you're coming from the Dallas side, you can take the train over and start your route at TNP station and pedal back towards Dallas. So we had we kind of had a 50-50 mix of both as well as people that just rode their bikes the whole way from from their house. Uh, so starting from the TNP station, we Wind through uh, downtown Fort Worth for a bit. Just follow that blue dot as it goes along there. Catch uh, some bike bike lanes in downtown Fort Worth and get on the Trinity Trail Network in Fort Worth. In the 70 plus mile loop, take a low water crossing here that goes right by Martin House Brewing. So depending on your timing, when you decide to do this on your own, Martin House Brewing is an available pit stop. And we're still on Trinity Trails at this moment, but at, uh, I think it's called Oakhurst Scenic Drive area. We start to get on the roads and head towards the stockyards. There's some new trail networks in there that uh, I actually noticed today. So I might look at that slightly different and reevaluate that. And we may do more a more trail version without using these surface streets, if that's possible. Uh, they are adding lots of Trinity Trail Uh, paths to the entire network. So we're on, we're on a road network now, make our way towards the stockyards. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice safe road route through here. So even if we don't have a new paved path connector, this is perfectly fine. Swing through the stockyards a little bit, catch a, what I call the river trail that goes underneath the stockyards. And then we have some neighborhood streets to take us to the far northwest corner at Buck Sansom Park. This isn't Marion Sansom Park where the Sansom mountain bike trail is. This is Buck Sansom Park, a little bit east of the other Sansom Park. And then we get to Buck Sansom Park. This little jog we did through here was an old closed off-roadway. If you're not comfortable doing that, there is a a little further to the north, not even a half a mile. uh, There's another through road that goes through. That's an open surface street. And from Buck Sansom Park... We catch paved Trail all the way back into the Stockyards, go by Billy Bob's, Texas, catch the main street of the Stockyards, wind back and cross over our original route for just a bit to catch an Equestrian Trail that goes back to the main Trinity Trails, go by the old Fort Worth Cats Baseball Stadium, Coyote Drive-In, another low water crossing. And then for a really long time, we're on Trinity Trails and typically through here you have a choice between a paved option and a gravel option on the fort worth side there's lots of sections that have a a gravel trail and i assume that's intended for the equestrians but it works great on gravel bikes that parallels a paved trail so it's, it's rider's choice which direction you want to go there follow the blue dot there winding across the trinity river and here is another low water crossing Takes us into Gateway Park, and then we catch a lot of brand new to us. We've done this route for years, probably over ten years now, over ten years, and uh, we modify it each year as they add new paved trail sections. So this is a this is some new paved trail through here, and to the north of Randall Mill, and then at this uh, at this major uh, underpass here. The trail is not complete. It was technically a a closed construction zone, uh, but uh, it's maybe a hundred feet under the the overpass. uh, Where you get from one on the west side, one uh, end of paved trail to the east side of another end of paved trail. Uh, Definitely... Wouldn't be recommended in uh, raining conditions. That would be a mud pit in there would be my expectation. No idea when that's going to be completed and all the way done. So there's the first heads up to be aware of along this route. If you're not comfortable doing that, there are surface street go-arounds. Uh, again, that would be a rider's choice. Look at the maps and evaluate that however you wish. But once you go under that highway, you're back on a pr- paved trail network. Uh, along those lines in this section here there were a couple of unique uh, bike gates that uh, forced you to dismount the bicycle to continue through and uh, what's what's the it was like an upside down wine glass shape uh, so it was it was pretty tight for you to walk through but it was uh, widened out at the base so that you could push your bike through it was a really odd gate that forced bicycle dismount and i'm not sure uh, what that ac- actually accomplishes through this green section here then it comes out at a neighborhood and then we have a surface street section for a fairly extended period of time and this this is probably the biggest missing chunk from the through trails going on for years. We'll scroll over. We'll scroll the map. And this is probably a good opportunity to talk about how you can access these files and maps and things like this. If you are a Club Spinistry member, these routes are in the route library now. Uh, I think one's called 70 Monster Cross 2022 and the others 50 Monster Cross 2022 something like that. Um, they are, they are uh, in the Spinistry Routes library to Club Spinistry members. Go, run with them and use them at, at your will. If you need a refresher on how to access the library and get it tied into your account on Ride with GPS, we'll do a refresher video on that uh, later this week as well. So let's, uh, there we go, bring up our blue dot again. So we come out in this neighborhood here. Really sedate neighborhood. Then we catch South Pipeline. Less than ideal, but not horrible sort of thing. Uh, We looked at both options going north around uh, the swampy area there or going south. Um, The north way starts out better, but finishes in a way I'm not uh, as excited about. The south version... I wouldn't call it sketchy, but you do want to be vigilant and aware. This due south down a pipeline running into uh, Randall Mill. That's the one part you you just, uh, you know, skinny road traffic. Traffic wasn't terrible and people were courteous to us, uh, but I was glad to have my Varia radar. It just gave me a little bit more peace of mind. Uh, Down here, you catch a roundabout which was probably the sketchiest part of it, you know, bicycles and roundabouts, which people driving in roundabouts that don't know what they're doing, just, it worked out fine, but you just want to be hyper vigilant uh, when you're doing that. Once you make that roundabout, you're on Randall Mill, A little bit of climbing here, and it widens to four lanes about here. So it's pretty much a piece of cake, make your way to Green Oaks Boulevard, surface streets. Once you're on Green Oaks, you can jog over to the Green Oaks bike path trail. You do have to to catch a crossover at a traffic light or something like that. It is a pretty busy road through here, but uh, you can get on the bike trail fairly early in the process. And so then you're back on bike path for a really long time. We catch... What looks like a closed road, but it is open to bicycles. There's a gate across, old I think it's Old Trammell Crow that goes into River Legacy Park here, and it will get you into the River Legacy mountain bike trail for a short stretch right at Funtown, for those that are familiar with it. If you're not familiar with it, if you go all the way to the end, you're gonna come to an old closed off bridge. Basically, you've gone too far. Go back a little bit and you'll start seeing green and blue signage that gravel bikes can pedal through and then you'll make your way around fun town and a short stretch of mountain bike trail And if you look to the left the paved trail picks up in here as well if you're mountain bike friendly and actually River Legacy Park uh, those mountain bike trails they work well on gravel bikes and drop bar bikes for anybody that might be interested in riding single track on a gravel bike or something like that. Obviously, if you're a mountain biker, uh, I, when we went by Gateway Park, we went by two mountain bike trails there as well. I always recommend throwing those into the mix whenever you can. In this particular case, I did not on Saturday. My goal was to make sure that this route went through and I was on my gravel bike and it was cold and also Big piece of advice here. When you think you're tubeless, verify that you're tubeless. I, I rode this ride thinking I was tubeless. Went out on it I had forgotten I had switched the rear tire for a trainer tire with a tube in it. And uh, I was riding it like I was tubeless. And back at uh, on the, just west of Gateway, I did get a flat tire. And then it was like, well, I'm glad I've got one tube. So I was only about a third of the way in and I was out of tubes. And that was, that was a pretty basic mistake there. Uh, I ended up pushing through and doing the whole thing. But there was always that little bit of doubt in the back of my mind. It's like, well, if I get another flat, I'm pretty hosed. So I uh, always recommend adventure rides like this. If Well, I always recommend tubeless to begin with. But if you're not tubeless, always have at least two tubes. Um, and there, to the best of my knowledge, there weren't any tubes at uh, retail establishments along this route or convenient to it. All worked out good. Had a fantastic time. Looking forward to doing it again. So we do the green, uh, River Legacy Paved Trail. And this is a fun stretch here if you've never been out there. It's a great ride. Uh, swing south of the new neighborhood Viridian. Catch a community bike trail into the neighborhood itself. Wind our way up uh, paved surface streets. Julis. Had a little stop here at Brew City, a big convenience store, but they also have food and draft beers there if you're interested in that sort of thing. We're back on surface streets here for a little while. Going by American Airlines headquarters. Here's a due south down Centerport Drive, and right here is the Centerport Rail Station. So if somebody's wanting to do like a 30-mile route, you can stop here and catch the Centerport train and go back to Dallas or Fort Worth, or whatever works. Or if you run into issues, and that was my kind of backup plan there with the lack of tube. If I wasn't confident at this point or uh, you know whatever, I knew I could bail out at Centerport and uh, get back to my vehicle worst case scenario. So that was always a backup plan. And that is part of the route layout. It's fairly easy access to several rail stations along the way. So if you need a bailout, uh, you, you usually have a rail station not too far away if needed. We catch some surface streets for a few more, couple more miles. And then we swing into another brand new section of paved trail. Brand new to us. It hasn't been on our previous routes. And we're pretty much... I may correct myself here. I think we're pretty much paved trail and levee trail the rest of the way from here. So we're... We're in the neighborhood of Ripley's, believe it or not, to give some idea where we're at. Used to be right here as we cross... Is Beltline? MacArthur? I think it's... Yeah, it's Beltline. As we cross Beltline, that's where the trail used to end, and we would catch surface streets from there. Uh, now, uh, now it goes all the way through, back up halfway to Centerport. Pave trail, go around Lone Star. Horse track. And pave trail into Dallas. Come around Lone Star Park. Still pave trail. This one little section here, crossing MacArthur have to cross MacArthur to get on the sidewalk and then back down to uh, the trail section I believe there wasn't a on the west side of MacArthur there wasn't a trail down there it may have been a bike lane that got to a crossing I didn't notice it I took the traffic light across to the sidewalk and down for a few hundred feet and this is this was new paved trail to us as well Goes below the landfill, and then we catch the Campion Trail stuff. We wind up past the golf course. This is all trail through here, and this is a new section for us as well, because now they have a new bridge, pedestrian and bicycle bridge across the Trinity River to a new section of paved trail. There are a gazillion options through here. This is just the most direct route. So if you're wanting to explore, and and there's a lot of urban gravel here, but there's also paved trails, there's mix and match, and there's new paved trails and, and so forth and so on. Uh, March 5th, we'll be doing a Club Ministry Gravel-Thon ride in the Trinity River uh, levees and trails and stuff like that. So if you're wanting to get familiar with that, that'll be a fantastic opportunity for Club Spinistry members. Uh, We'll have some very specific routes and go along with the group and things like that. Stay tuned for more details on that March 5th Club Spinistry Gravel Thon. Uh, But once we're in Dallas, catch the Trinity River Trails to the Ronkirk Pedestrian Bridge Park, cross over the river there, and then we make our way to Victory Station as the endpoint. For Victory Station, I hopped on the train there and went back to Fort Worth, basically uh, going west towards Fort Worth. 35 after the hour, each hour is when the trail or the train leaves Victory Station, and it was about 55-minute ride. I do believe pretty darn convenient. Hopefully, that's give gave folks uh, some good information. If you have questions about any of it, feel free to message us. Send us an email, whatever else. Really fun route. I had a blast doing it. I can't wait to do it again. And anybody that's interested in that type of adventure, definitely visit the uh, Clubs Ministry Routes Library. Download it for yourself. Go out and do it on your own. Thanks for joining us.